Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All you have to do to know what size I wear is come to Ross with me and my mom. We have our routine, right? We get to Ross. She goes to the first rack and she starts checking hanger, 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 hanger. <laughs> and it's like the first rack is like little boy pants. I'm like, what are you checking there? There's nothing there for you, ma'am. And she's like, no, you have to check because they hide stuff. <laughs> And then I'm always, I'm like literally two feet behind her holding all her damn bags. But then she starts, Vanessa, Vanessa, one X or two X. (laughs) Vanessa Marie Gonzalez, one X or two X. And I'm right here. I'm like, mom, yeah. Stop yelling. One. One X. And every time she looks. Oh, I didn't mean to cut her off. That was Vanessa Gonzalez from the HBO Max special Comedy Chingonas. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. You can see it, see it in its entirety on HBO Max. Yeah, just another thought I had too on the on the cop thing. The Tampa police chief got pulled over and uh, ended up resigning because mm-hmm. she identified herself as the chief of police, and the, you know the guy gave her a pass. So you know there had to have been an internal affairs investigation. Somebody looked at the footage. Yep, he probably just would have let it go. So they evidently audit the footage. They go through it, whether there's mm-hmm. been an incident or not, unless maybe he mentioned it to a buddy or something. But yeah. Yeah, speaking of the professional courtesy between police officers, if a police officer ends up pulling over another police officer, I imagine it would be up to the officer's discretion as it would be for any other citizen, provided it's not something like a DUI. Right. Oh, yeah. But if it's just speeding or failing to use your signal. excessive speed. Like, you know, excessive speeding technically can be deemed as reckless driving. So that kind of stuff needs to be watched as well. Yeah. I, I wonder if agencies have a certain unspoken rule or maybe a written rule as to yeah you know what you can give them a pass on and what you can't uh anyway it's 22 after seven with jeff and jen and injuries are on the rise injuries involving gift wrapping that is (laughs) 
Also, scientists have figured out why we get sicker in the winter. Plus, the easy way to find all the true crime content on Netflix. It is Wednesday, the 7th of December of 2022. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, before we get to those stories, oh, I hesitate to even go over these. Uh, the top food trend on TikTok this year was cloud bread. What oh, is, yeah. What is cloud bread? Have you bread? made that? I haven't made it, but I saw it going around. It's just like flour and water, right? Don't you just mix together like two things? The simple version for cloud bread is actually eggs, cream cheese, and cream of tartar. Yeah. It's like real easy, and it, and it puffs up, and it's like this real thin kind of bread. Huh. Hmm. Like you don't put... I, th- I thought it was like two. I thought it was flour and something else, but maybe that's a more complex version. Interesting. Yeah, but it's weird that you can make bread out of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that videos about that ra- racked up a collective three point four billion views. Holy wow. mackerel! Cloud. Break. Wow. Yeah. Not crazy. I feel like people were making that during the pandemic too. That cloud okay. bread was kind of making the round. Now, do you ever, like on the weekends, I know you microwave your oatmeal. What about baked oats? You know, I don't really do that. I, I have my regiment that I usually just make oatmeal the same way. Yeah. <laughs> just adding different <laughs> stuff to it. Sometimes you crumble a uh, hard-boiled egg in there. Yeah, sometimes. So I like savory oatmeal more than the sweet kinds, but I will yeah. go either way. I like to no, put bacon in the there, eggs, anything along those lines. Yeah. Charcuterie boards, that's a big thing. Oh, Thanksgiving. I should have sent you because, see, I was upstairs. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So I didn't get to see it until I saw the, the picture afterward, but boy, you should have seen the charcuterie board. I think she outdid herself. That was probably the best charcuterie board she had ever done. Oh, man. I'm sad we didn't get to see a picture. Have you seen this? We talked about this on the hot list. The charcuterie chalet is good. It's been going around. What's that? So instead of making a gingerbread house, you make a charcuterie chalet. And you use like crackers and cream cheese and all the meats and cheeses. Mm. And you can make like little tiny uh, snowmen out of like different size of baby brie. I've seen the trees, like Christmas trees. So, yes, I've seen people do that, too. But you can use, like, you know, mini pepperonis as, um, what are those called on your roof? Oh, little... Tiles. uh, Yeah. Yeah, like those. Roof tiles, yeah. Yeah, like little roof tiles. You can, like, lay little pepperonis down and stuff. That's That's so funny. Hmm. I mean, they take some time. I got a little Spanish roof. Mm Mm-hmm. I made with pepperoni slices. (laughs) Look at Jeff's getting into crafts now. Well, it does involve food. You think Kristen would be ready to go for a charcuterie chalet? 
She might be, actually. That's the kind of thing fun. she would get into, especially Something. if I was doing it, because she's happy just to not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they, they, they were the showing cook. people taking, like, the club crackers. Like, you know how those come in, like, a sheet? Right. And that's how you kind of create the walls, and you just hold it all together with cream cheese, and then you can use meats and cheeses to decorate all around. How about that? That's great. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's a lot of potentially dangerous hazards around the holiday season that we talk about every year. There are some of the obvious, uh, the Christmas tree hazards, of course, if your tree gets too dry over time and uh, cats that like to climb up in those things and uh, eating raw cookie dough. There are hazards everywhere. In a new survey, 30% of Americans say they've actually been injured during various holiday-related activities, whether it was decorating the house, could have been something minor, could have been something that sent them to the ER. But interestingly enough, 13% have actually cut themselves while wrapping or opening presents. you got to be careful. Some of those papers are intense. <laughs> and, you know, those ribbons, they got wires in them, Man, some of some them. some of them, you can do some damage. That's true. Well, the scissors, yeah. the paper scissors are sometimes sure. very sharp. Right. Yep. Uh, 11% have slipped or tripped outdoors. Uh, 10% have been hurt cooking during the holidays. I came so close to slicing my finger off last night. I, Why? I was, ah. I, don't like that. I was chopping a bunch of kale and I was trying to gather it all and sort of cut at the same time. My finger almost got in the you way. right there. That could have been bad. Yep. Very close. Uh, 6% have been burned by a candle. Uh, another 6% have tripped or slipped over a holiday-related object. Yeah, what is that doing there? Oh, these uh, damn decorations. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 4% have fallen from a ladder. Yeah, I, I have a friend who she's got, you know, she's got one of those houses that have like the ridiculously high ceilings, oh, and she, yeah. but she likes to decorate herself, and she's got one of those high ladders, but she said she can physically only go about 12 feet up before she, like her head starts spinning. She yeah. says, I'm not typically afraid of heights, but when I reach certain altitude, all of a sudden it's game over. I mean, I almost bit it many times when I had a 12-foot tree in my house because the thing is, you know, the tree at the base, if you show, get it all the way up next to the tree in the base and you get to the top, you know, the tree gets skinnier as it gets taller. So you're further you away. You really got to reach, especially if you're trying to get around to the back of it. And uh, yeah, it was touch and go. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, I should mention all these people who are injured, all these injuries that were reported, 12% of them who were injured say they were intoxicated at the time. <laughs> yeah. That sounds yeah. about right, you gotta too. Be, you got to be just so stinking <laughs> careful. Uh, another factor I didn't consider with respect to holiday lights, uh, 38% of people leave their outdoor and indoor holiday lights on overnight. Yeah, most people do. Yeah. I mean, why would you turn them off? Well, you it's can't dark see outside. them. Exactly. You can't usually see them in the daylight. Do you not? Uh, we, we turn them off when we go to bed. Yeah. Oh, no, we leave ours on. And on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day, it's like a 24-hour thing. Yeah, that I could see, I suppose. But but also, like, with inflatables and things like that, if they don't have... I like leaving them on during the day sometimes because if your inflatable doesn't have a light in it, you can't really see it. So during the day is kind of when you want to have it on so that if people driving by can see that, you know... Right. You yeah. really love Santa. Yeah. Yeah, interestingly enough, about a third of people say that the holiday lights they have are at least five years old. And uh, 
you know, a good chunk of people also say the holiday lights they have are at least seven or more years old. So I imagine there's a good chunk of people who use lights that are borderline antiques at this point. So be extra careful with those or just maybe play safe in retirement. Get, get some, some of those ones. newer LED Man, ones. They'll that, cost you, though. I'll tell you, that's painful when you switch over to the LED lights. Oh, yeah. Crazy more expensive than I also saw the that old ones. great parks, some of the great parks of Cincinnati, you can take your old lights that don't work anymore, and they recycle them for you, which is a lovely thing to do. Hmm. Meanwhile, you remember when mom used to say, don't go outside without a coat. What are you doing? You're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not that cold. Well, she was right. She was onto something there, and you might want to grab a scarf too. Uh, I was uh, my conventional wisdom was always like it's not the cold so much; it's just being around sick people who spend too much time indoors, and that's you know why we tend to pass things around. But uh, scientists think they figured out the reason we get sick more often in the winter. Uh, does have something to do with the cold weather directly, specifically cold noses. Your nose is a main port of entry for viruses. And it turns out cold air affects how well those immune cells of yours can fight them off. Hmm. When a virus gets into your nose, normally billions of immune cells start scrambling and attacking it and... Usually without incident, you nip it before it ever becomes anything. But this study found that that mobilization, that ability to attack and eliminate happens less and less the colder it gets. Uh, And here's how they figure that out. Researchers expose people to 40 degree air for 15 minutes. And they found that dropping the temperature inside their nose by just 9 degrees killed only half of the virus-fighting immune cells you need. It's killing half the ones you need. That's bad. Right. Very bad. That means when cold air gets in there, your immunity drops. coming shut it out with new windows from universal windows direct hi tim right now buy one window get one free they also do siding roofing and doors call 513-755-1800 check out uwd southwestohio.com Viruses have a much easier time replicating, and you're more likely to get sick. I will recommend to you a saline nasal spray called X-Lear. X-Lear? X-Lear. So is that just one that you spray up in there? X-L-E-A-R. Yep. X-L-E-A-R? Yep. First sign of any kind of anything going on. It's going to knock it out. like zinc or something? Yeah. Hmm. A researcher behind the study says that's one more reason to consider wearing a mask this winter. Uh, not only do masks offer a layer of protection from inhaling viruses, uh, but it's also kind of like wearing a sweater on your nose. I remember nose warmers when I was a kid. I got, I got one. I got a couple as a gift, I think, that somebody had crocheted for me. People would actually wear those things. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Meanwhile, I got a story here of a sword swallower who was hospitalized. 
Surprised that doesn't happen more often. If you've ever watched an entertainer swallowing swords and thought, how the hell do they do that without slicing themselves Ah, up? Right? I do see that. Like when we used to go to the circus and they would do things like that, you know, or sometimes when you saw people like chewing glass as like, I'm like, that's not real. That cannot be real. No, it's uh, evidently it is real. And evidently they do occasionally slice themselves up. Mm. A 59-year-old man from San Diego, his name is Scott Scott Nelson. Scott Nelson is a sword swallower who's also known as Morugan the Mystic. He was performing at a Six Flags in Maryland back on October 31st, and that is the night, evidently, he was hospitalized. He said five swords scissored out in his abdominal cavity. Ah! This is a rough story to hear, Jeff. Oh. It's like, what do you expect? <laughs> I, Why, I never have understood the person who wakes up in the morning and says, you know, I think I want to swallow some swords. That'd today. be cool. That would I be, swallowed yeah. five swords at once. But what had happened is I let go of the bunch too soon, and they scissored out inside of me, oh. which means some of the blades went in different directions. Ah. Oh, my gosh. He said, it also appears that I pierced the lobe of my liver. Mm. Good news is, he says, I've quit smoking and lost over 50 pounds. Well, there you'll have it. Yeah, you can kind of hear in his voice. He sounds like... Mm. I swallowed five swords at once. But I quit smoking, so I should be good. (laughs) God. He set up a... Instead of a GoFundMe for help with his medical bills, That's and he's awesome. been able to raise more than $4,000, so that'll help. Thankfully, his injuries weren't life-threatening, but boy, that was close. Mm-hmm. And he's not out of the woods yet. He is still in the hospital. And, oh, wasn't able to eat for a month? Yeah. No, thanks. Jeez. No, thank you. Yep. No, I always crazy. think about, though, when you see those kinds of performers, it's like, you know, when especially like when you watch one of those Cirque du Soleil's and you wonder, like, how did they know that they could do that? Or mm-hmm. how did their body tell them? Or did they learn how because their parents did it? Very similar to here. Yeah. Why did you just start swallowing swords? I don't know. I just look good. <laughs> mm, fun. Really, yeah, that looks like it'd be tasty. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Tight rope walkers. I don't walkers, like it. Yeah. I don't get it. Same. Craving a thrill, maybe the adrenaline. Yeah. The challenge. Yeah, another crazy story. This driver was ticketed because he was driving on a highway with really thick snow covering his windshield. And uh, he got pulled over and he told the cop, he was like, well, my windshield wipers aren't working. And there was so much snow on there, like there was there was no way his windshield wipers would have gotten that snow that much snow off to begin with. Mm-hmm. All he did really was just clear like a very small portion of the top driver's side corner, but he, he had to like sort of crick his head to be able to see as he was driving, and it was a huge hazard. And a cop saw him driving down the road, pull him over. Not to mention the fact the guy appeared to be driving erratically because he couldn't see. And so these other motorists are calling 911 saying there's a guy driving erratically down the highway and his windshield is covered with snow almost completely. <laughs> Just like a little. 
I laugh, but so, I've been sort of guilty of kind of doing this sometimes. Same. Like Especially, not getting yeah. enough off and but kind if, of... But if that's blowing behind you, like if a cop is behind you and you're blowing snow off of your roof or off yeah. your windshield, they'll ticket you for that now. Oh, yeah, well, for sure. I mean, I tend to be the person that gets behind the big truck that's got all of the piles of snow on the top of the big truck. Yeah. I mean, how are, they suppo- how are they supposed to get that off? Yeah, but that's scary, too, because I've seen reports where a chunk of ice will fly off a truck and smash someone's windshield or hit their car yeah. and cause damage. Now, do truck stops have any kind of mechanism or device that you can drive under that, that would, can, like, help I melt or, or wash that stuff off or that's blow it idea. off or something? I just don't know. Yeah. But uh, the driver drove at least five miles before the police could track him down. Then they pull the guy over, and he tells the trooper that his windshield wipers weren't working. <laughs> He's like, your windshield wipers, for that much snow, wouldn't have worked anyway. You know, I get that no one likes standing outside in the cold clearing snow off their windshield, but it's not an option. You, you got to see out of it. Yeah. So the cop wrote him a ticket uh, for $553 for negligent driving. That's the... That's the uh, that's what they that's call the it. fine in the state of Washington for negligent driving. He's just lucky he didn't crash or hurt others. Yeah, we've been lucky so far. We haven't had any major, real major snowfall yet, have we? We did kind of. It was early, wasn't it? In October, a little when bit. We yeah. had that snowfall. We got what, yeah, close to six inches. Wasn't it was it? early. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're in the fifties, mid fifties. Got some patchy fog out there. Uh, possibility of a passing shower, but mainly dry this afternoon. Were you expecting all the rain that we got? Was that forecasted, or did that just sneak up on us? All that I rain feel like it snuck up. But. Well, yeah, because then when they went live to Curtis Fuller, who was live downtown on Channel 5 last night, it was pouring rain. And I wasn't expecting that. I didn't realize it was going to be like that. Oh. But, yeah, we tried to bring in the garbage cans, but it was just too wet. Mm. Yeah. I know. I hate that when it's raining like crazy and the why garbage can't guys they come. Leave the, why can't they shut the lid after they've picked it up? That's what makes me crazy when I get home after they've picked up the garbage and it's obviously been raining all day and they've left the lid open. So now I got three inches of rain inside my trash can yeah, and I, I got to dump it out. sucks time and they're in a hurry and they're trying to. Especially if the weather is bad. For me, it's like the toilet seat. How hard is it? Just put it down. I've really been (laughs) struggling with that toilet seat issue here at work because we have two bathrooms that are at the end of the hallway here that are supposed to be used for people that are on the air. Yeah. And every single time I go in there, the seat is up and I'm just like, deal with it, deal with it. And I want to put a sign up. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm like, I want to put up a sign. Like well, why do you I should have put to, up a sign. Why do I have to touch yes, the toilet? Put up bowl? a sign. I know. You guys think I should? Yes. I'm yes. gonna print it out right now. Yeah, put up a sign. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna start what putting should I signs have it up say? too. Say <laughs> just just in, in the in the most snarky. Tone I know. How possible. can I be really rude? <laughs> yeah. How can I be really say, dudes? What? We don't want to touch your pea covered toilet lid put it down hey Find fellas. the girls what if it just says hey fellas drop the lid love the women of hubbard broadcasting <laughs> there you go <laughs> and jeff and the women and jeff and nobody will know it's me <laughs> <laughs>
No, I mean, I don't Jeff, want to see it either. you don't go down there, do you? I used the to one, go- The one down the hallway around yeah. the corner? Yeah, do you go down there? I will on rare occasions. So I go. To, I used to go to the one over here by the sales department, but every time you went in there, it was so cold it felt like a meat locker. It is cold in there. I you sit on that seat. There. And I was it's like, like, it's whoa. freezing in here. I'm going to yep. go to the other one. No, I grew up in a household of women. Yeah, and you know, I and, and I. St- I mean, so you probably sit down to pee. Often, men. That, I know men yeah. that. <laughs> no, I mean, if there's, if there's a urinal in there, obviously. Yeah, I yeah. won't. And if that's all I got to do, of course. But Maybe sure. that's what we write on the sign. In public bathrooms? Put down the lid or sit to pee. Your choice. <laughs> you pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we write. Do it. Are you going to type it up in a nice font? Love the fun committee. Love it's the fun. It's not very fun to put the lid down. <laughs> I was all set to sit down. <laughs> Look That's at my great. phone, read a magazine article. Yeah. Now, now I got to clean this stupid thing. <laughs> Bastards. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.